Hello, everyone. This is DJ. Michal. Marco got sucked into the vortex. Yeah. What? You can't. Can you not uh, hear me? No. Okay. Now, now, now we, we can. can hear you. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Hello. This is. It's me, Marco. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. And this, <laughs> I don't know. And this is a. This is a. Uh, a little bit uh, rough uh, start of the next episode of CG Talks, the podcast where CG guys talk about CG or sometimes just be silent and enjoy. You know, <laughs> yeah. enjoy the Marco, moment. Si- si- since, you, since you went back from that black hole, you're a little strange. I don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, I, I, I can assure you, I, I truly am. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't trust anything these days, you Mark. know, this AI technology and stuff. Fake yeah. news. So whatever oh, happened, man. whatever happened I have the been, last month. But that's one black hole I've, I I just came from, and I think I'm gonna go back and live there for a while. Uh, so t- sorry, like today we're going to be going over the um interesting developments we've seen throughout January uh, up to this one, of course. Of 2021, of the new year, yeah? And, and so and I think whatever, I And whatever because... was the time zone where Marco was in the black yeah. hole. Narnia, yeah, yeah, but... Narnia or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was 20... It's 2021 for everyone. So um, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to jump into the first, uh, which is... Which is... Well, it's not really... It's not really a... Uh, basically, Adobe has been has been incorporating uh more and more AI into their into their software, Photoshop uh particularly. And anyone who's tried the Photoshop twenty twenty one releases uh has been subject to like a lot of wonderful surprises, particularly the neural filters and uh a lot of the other tools that are just much more robust now thanks to the AI technology in there and it's only the beginning. Um, also After Effects has a 2021 update um, with some changes basically to the content-aware fill tool, um, to color space and gamma for red and Komodo files. I think those are the main highlights. Uh, but yeah, so that's the first update in this. Yeah, episode. I guess I guess this is like, like January starting of the year and is the season, you know, open season for new releases. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that they should already name them 2022. <laughs> is that the trend is if the trend continues right now so that everyone will release the software for not for, not for the coming year, but even the. Yeah, the next. One. I don't know. You know, I feel like that marketing tactic can also backfire. Cause like now, when when like a software says twenty twenty two is out in twenty twenty one, and then other software is like, well, this is our twenty twenty one, and it's so much more like sophisticated. It reflects so much more of like the tech that's you know that that we have at twenty twenty one. I think it this this kind of uh, this kind of thing like going too much into the future. It's the thing that happened to the, the cyberpunk game, for example, that it was announced for so long and it was supposed to be working on the previous generation of the consoles and then yeah. it just got released and uh, there were these, you know, 
everyone expected it to work so smoothly and it just didn't work out that well you know the expectations were at least were so high i think i think like i i i don't know if i mixed it up but like between pc and console users i think was it the console users who had a better time or was it the no no PC? The, the pc users just yeah had a better time because oh, because okay. of this yeah some yeah i think it was like just some things that were used and not really polished for the older generation of the consoles yeah well i don't i don't really get to play computer games anymore myself and uh like i have a steam account that i haven't really touched in a really long time i don't even know if it's in steam but speaking of steam uh, another bit another bit of news is uh we're gonna have we got like a bunch of free looping sims uh in open vdb format of steam smoke yeah so that's that's uh well i mean surprise like enjoy enjoy that in, uh in the start of the new year um so you can find it in gumroad uh and the the fellow behind it is called between two pines um Pretty sure two. there was this there, between two pines. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure there was a talk show that had a similar name. Yeah, between two f- ferns or something. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, five seamless looping simulations in open VDB format, um, which is great. Uh, we've actually at at um briefly we we one of our tutorials covered, uh importing open vdb into blender um it's not really it, nothing crazy and i think if you're a blender user at least you've probably figured out how to do that by now by the way uh, i i recently uh, seen the gamroad mentioned in the context of uh turbo squid being acquired by the shutterstock yeah and the oh. general opinion was that you know the uh, the, the opinions about shutterstock when it comes to when it comes to um the deal you get as a creator is it's not the best uh, say at least oh true yeah so yeah but that's so that's kind of unfortunate for but but i mean they're not new to the game right like i, I mean they're not they're not like uh, sorry this isn't new um i think like shutterstock acquiring turbo squid cuz cuz turbo squid um like gets a lot of flack from the creators uh so i i don't know how that's going to work out but then i i i came across envato uh like envato elements actually envato had been around for a while and um they they were the first to really start providing like they started with music for videographers and then mm-hmm. Uh, I used to make music for videographers. Then they came out and basically destroyed my job, or at least I thought, <laughs> and that's why I got into 3D partially. But no, but but they they so they they do like uh, they started with audio and then uh, and and graphics, and then they late a little later started um, uh, creating a pool for 3D assets. And now it's mm-hmm. like you can subscribe, I think, to the. It seems like you can subscribe to the market to like the entire thing for something like something around like ten dollars a month, but then you have access to like um 
footage, images, audio, and 3D models. Uh, yeah. But I'm not yeah, sure. Like, like I've only guess, seen a few demos. Yeah, yeah, but I guess you know this this trend of uh, getting some stuff that you can at least uh, download from a large library. It's getting just lower. Like it's it's because the bulk of it is is getting bigger, and it's it's going to get even worse when the whole AI thing gets more and more robust, and you know you yeah. can just tweak some. Sliders on the on the AI machine and it just Great. spits yeah. out all the things that you need for the more automated so, parts. And the, yeah. speaking of speaking of the automation part on on this kind of like maybe tedious workflow or things that you need to search a lot for, and with these AI things you can just have with a click. It's also this also comes down to the topic we discussed with the, with Erindale uh, in the in the last episode about the, in the episode about November like things going into into that procedural and um, procedural uh, creation direction and mm-hmm. that is really happening you can see it when you when you take a look at all the new features released in softwares for example like the new sketchup released uh, this month uh, 2021 version it already introduces some parametric objects i think it's it's called live components there so you already had some some components features there and they they Clearly going into the direction where I think Revit or other uh, did enterprises did that video uh, which basically showed this uh, this street where every uh, asset has a price tag something like that yeah yeah he he mentioned that in this his predictions on what what's going to change in the industry mm-hmm. right it's and it's kind of like it seems obvious in a way because it's uh, and it's related to the game industry I, I think a lot because mm-hmm. uh, the game industry is just so hungry for the assets and yeah. whenever you create and the games are just tending to be more and more robust with with all sorts of assets but by the by the yeah. way when it comes to the turbo squid being acquired by shutterstock i mean luckily there are a lot of lot more uh, of uh, asset repositories which are very good but what do you think will happen to Turbo Squid when it's part of uh, Shutterstock? Like, what, what is for us? What, what are, the, are the consequences for people who use use them? Well, I I figure uh, hopefully price, prices will go down, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe they might they might you might they might be like absorbed into like the like the subscription model, and then for a reasonable price you have. Unlimited access to like a pool of because Turbo Squid has already begun um, hiring people uh, to create a ha- assets in a way that are proprietary, like in house, mm-hmm. so that you could order custom assets to a certain degree uh, and things like that. So, I mean, and and they were sourcing from people all over the world. So basically, they they there were they had an elite team of like. 3D modelers who were like really you know of a of like a high caliber, uh, that were making like bespoke assets for certain for customers and I guess assets that Turbo Squid would sell. So I guess they're they're less reliant on, on like the ecosystem that they originally had, where like you 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 become a vendor on their platform, and then they get a cut. Like now, it's like I think they've already been moving towards, uh, already like being able to, uh, 
provide assets themselves. And I think all of this is just going to be part of like some giant Shutterstock subscription model. Yeah, so so with some kind of uh, um, guaranteed quality and uh, like line of models which uh, meet some kind of, you know, like a, a kind of... Some yeah, yeah, probably probably there will be some kind of tiers, you know, maybe mm-hmm. the pro pro tier or something like that that you can models which are kind of quality checked and and a lot of yeah and a lot of junk as well. I think they they will not limit the junk. I uh, suppose it's just mm-hmm. like with this SketchUp uh, warehouse or something like that that everyone can really drop everything there. I remember that sure. that Turbo Squid at some point they. Um, they made this move that they created their own standards of models. I don't remember how mm-hmm. it was called, like this golden, silver, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a very good marketing move. I mean, if if it would work out that these standards would maybe uh, used in general, you know, uh, to 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 uh, to stamp uh, models in general on various uh, yeah. various. Uh, Repositories. I don't think it worked out, but at least for for their uh, service, it was used. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so uh, Shutterstock buying this uh, buying Tur- Turbo Squid is also buying all these uh, marketing ideas and uh, basically they own now this this the, their internal standard. So yeah, but you know, I I remember when I was trying to sell something on Shutterstock, I was reading about it and the one of the accusations towards uh, Shutterstock was that mm, a lot of people are trying to sell their um, stocks better or worse. And the problem is that before you reach the level of uh, like the amount of money that you can, you know, take from it, you are basically are doing it for free. So there's a lot of people who uploaded many photos, but they never reach that guaranteed um, payment uh, level, and Shutterstock is uh, was um, uh, earning on them, but not paying the those you know micro contributors. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of photos there in this library which are created by them. So I was thinking that how it's going to affect the guys who are selling their works on that Turbo Squid. But I think on Turbo Squid was somehow similar. And I, I thought, you know, uh, but by the way, they are going to use that uh, the preview of 3D model where you can, you know, um, in a way render like orbit. Them. Yes, orbit. Like and I think fab. this is going to be this is going to be much much more useful for uh, 2D designers and artists. Uh, yeah, because so far you could just buy some I don't know a photo of a toaster, and now you can. Download. You can rotate it around and download a, part, a specific view a of, shot, of this toaster. Right. Yeah. yeah, snapshot or you know, the compose. Uh, or or in the reference. probably in, in some future uh, because uh, I'm pretty sure that Adobe had some semi 3D features introduced in, into their softwares, like even these 2D uh, graphic applications. Yeah, so Photoshop for, can. Yeah, Photoshop, a and so so perhaps in in the future you have this kind of ability to to use three D assets in some basic way, 
already mm-hmm. into in, in, inside this 2D. Yeah. yeah well, well, you already can. Like yeah. you could you you could since CS6. Uh, I remember trying it before. Like you can actually import like an OBJ and and light it, but it doesn't render as nicely, obviously, as mm-hmm. you know, like a dedicated uh, 3D DCC. But then in After Effects, yeah. you have this option and 3D. Yeah. Yeah, powerful it's, it's pretty, it, pretty, pretty interesting how how these things will kind of blend together or or turn yeah. in the end because it seems like two D, three D. This all seems to come, you know, crossover. All the D's. Uh, yeah, crossover a lot in in a, in a lot of areas, and the, you know, just like grease grease pencil coming to Blender and introducing two D features into the three D and vice versa, things from three D coming to the to the two D design yeah. world and it's just like get, the lines get blurry which uh, is actually i think like i think it's good for it's, for it's, yeah for 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 a storyteller from a from a storytelling teller's perspective yeah and i'm right? curious like, about how how vr will turn out in this whole uh, you know uh, this yeah. whole puzzle uh, and one news that was uh, this month's news was uh, tilt brush uh, going open source so an application i think it was about Ooh. google right uh, but what is it doing? It's it's uh, it's for drawing uh, in VR, right? So like a drawing, kind of no, like yeah, painting, like yeah, painting application you can... for VR, right? Uh-huh. So it's like I think I think you can compare it to like if you were trying to sculpt with cake icing, mm-hmm. but. In space, I don't know. Like, like basically, if you like, if you can imagine, kind of, uh, let's say, in an anti gravity area, like you were squeezing paint out of a tube, right? So mm-hmm. then, if you, can... if you if you read their their uh-huh. kind of tagline is painting from a new perspective, tilt brush lets you paint in three D space with with virtual reality. Your room yeah. is your canvas. Kind of oh. wild, yeah. Yeah. I've seen this. Also, I've seen this this video of uh, I don't know how it's called this virtual place where you can work on a design. It was another uh, virtual reality stuff, and uh, so basically you can work. You you can you know put together a team to to for example uh, assess some some architectural design, some model. And oh, that's cool. I don't remember the name of this this That's uh, cool. this uh, developer, and oh, it was um, it was uh, okay. Damn, I forgot. I will just check it quickly in a moment. So so basically, okay, I had this very, I had this very uh, um, like original revelation because basically there's the you know you can take th- two other guys and work on uh, some design or whatever in 3D space online with virtual reality and um, and I thought that we don't have to look for aliens in space we are we are, we are just aliens we just became aliens with that like <laughs> like when yeah. you when you uh, when you design some kind of structure with two other guys online in virtual reality and you are just you know have this uh avatars which are building it or rotating and you know changing elements and talking about it this is basically officially officially an uh you know uh an alien yeah 
Because you can yeah, do, you can be whatever just, you want. But that's just you know the the level of immersion is increased. But I guess that that might be kind of the 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 notion that uh, the feeling that our ans uh, our ancestors uh, our fathers you know had when when TV was announced or I don't know. Oh yeah. Before that, the phone like people I I believe that people might be shocked by it you know, or motion pictures in general you know things like. That changed mm -hmm. the, the necromancy. The, yeah, the, the viewing perspective of reality, and right now it's yeah, it's maybe even more mind-boggling because it's it can fool your eyes even more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, yeah. in, in Space Odyssey, the the movie Kubrick's movie, there is that video conversation. I remember when I was a kid, I I was watching that. It was of course wow, what what sci-fi. Yeah, now right now every every you know household can have a video phone or whatever. Yeah, yeah and ar arguably, a... you know, like maybe they're to blame. Like if they if they never made those stories, like if they never, you know, like like a lot of a lot of tech now is modeled yeah, after, sci yeah, sci-fi inspired. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, but you know, like going back to the whole like the virtual space thing, I there was a time when I was looking for like at, like like uh, what you know how people were were sort of busking in the digital world you know like like uh like how do you like how do you translate let's say playing playing an instrument in in a corner in a park somewhere uh to the virtual world and it turned out that there's this app or there's this program called um second life that's been around for a really long time Yeah. And people have actually created like so so you know like you're it's like you're playing a game right it's you could say it's kind of like Minecraft I guess like you all you have your avatar and everything uh and you're basically just living in a in a virtualized like real world scenario you know like nothing mm -hmm. nothing really fantastical just you can look like anything and you can do anything within this you know this virtual space so people Uh, would create their own virtual art galleries, and and create their own virtual virtual uh like clubs, so people could you know in in game let's just call it that like like enter like a room uh and look at like artwork that they made uh on inside of that virtual space like it like they were visiting a gallery and mm -hmm. buy the artwork. Or they could they could watch a uh, you know they could watch a gig, or like a show. In a bar, yeah, there's some with someone performing, and this, this. it's crazy. You could be a virtual <laughs> millionaire. I don't know. I I'm not sure though if they actually get like if 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 that translates to real money or if it yes, just means I that they can buy some more. Uh, but, yeah. Well, actually, I can give you a story which I from my life with this program because I have never used it. But uh, like 10 years ago, I think it was like 15 years ago, there was, oh, that program was already there. It's an old game or program. And, um, and I, there was a contest for a design of, uh, of, of uh, like some advertising poster for some company, like Internet Bank or something like that. And the, well, the, to make a design was the first thing, but finally it was who, who wins was was supposed to be decided by voting of people online. So we kind of, you know, uh, 
to win you you the, the organic winning was not really possible so you had to kind of, you know like ask your friends to vote for you and stuff like that and with my brother we had some very weird idea for for getting votes and but finally which was very which was very efficient but finally but i'm not going to tell what was it was it was <laughs> it was a shady shady business but um uh finally the guy who won was mm-hmm. was user of this uh second life it's called or something like that and he basically created a huge poster in this second second life or several posters in this this space asking to vote for his work and basically it was like we were watching the number of votes and it was like everybody had like 50 votes this guy was like every and every hour like was getting 200 votes it was up 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 some 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 you know crazy number of votes and these were really real people playing that game but he also kind of used the like a leverage that you know you know me and stuff like that vote for me so at least when it comes to winning that contest which had some you know real monetary price he used that reality to uh, to recruit as many supporters as he could and it it worked out at least in this in this uh, case um, but I I, I I I really wanted to at some point uh, try it because it was something new but I think I had this warning sign in my head that it's called Second Life like well what's with, what with my, <laughs> yeah. what with my first yeah. one like, do you, I... you, tra- you trade it off <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like in, in South Park this, gla- this guy has no life at all yeah. So, like, do you have the first life if you're spending so much time in your second life? It's it's like the ring, mm-hmm. you know. You you better not put it on; <laughs> it takes over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I just basically basically consciously didn't even try it because it for me it looked like yeah a yeah because you could like you like, could even like get married there and place to go. I mean, no, no. I mean, I know, like, you can, you can. I like, guess, I, <laughs> I, I suspect. Hey, guys, guys, maybe, guys, and does, doesn't it really like translate to the three yeah. D industry? In general? Well, that's kind of true. It's Once not like I have much just, of a life just now either. Into the thanks to that. <laughs> spend your no, life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> yeah, whatever we're doing, we're just doing virtual virtual life but Fake you know imagery when it when it comes to the when it comes to the cg world it's there's a lot of meta meta realities in this world so basically you go into 3d let's say you first learn that there are some you know various softwares and there's websites so you can you know understand even being a layman you can understand just by chance watching these sites what what they're about but what if you will find something like, like you know, assets repository, like Kitbus 3D? I mean, this is to really get it, you need to understand the basic yeah. idea of 3D. So this is like the second world. Like if you you are into this, you you know all this, you know, like this this landscape, but it's very very meta, and mm. really I could, I uh, you know like 
buying shaders or buy, buying yeah. programs to create shaders, plugins. It's like to yeah, honestly, there are times when I feel like exactly. the the sense of gratification I get from buying a really useful add-on is probably the same as like a normal person getting like a new high-end toaster or something. <laughs> like it's 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 like that, you know. Like so, I'm just like this dude <laughs> in like this room, and then I'm just like whoopee, you know. Christmas came early for this guy, but really, I'm just like it's all just happening in my monitors. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But you know, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, somebody turns off the electricity yeah. and it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> nobody can prove that you have anything. Yeah, so uh, unless you print it out somehow <laughs> yeah you, you print your bitcoins but, yeah but pre- printed stuff can also yeah it can get you know swollen but you know that could actually or... oh sorry but sorry. this is actually Burning guys this is guys instinct to buy gadgets which help them with their career whatever hobby what, your thing right basically i even read some 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 article of some uh some uh, psychologist who said that he was he was talking about the Valentine's Day, and so this is a good time to to tell that. And he was like addressing the 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 you know like this sorrow of guys who said, "Well, Valentine's guy, Valentine's Valentine's Day is all about women. It's not about us. It's they are you know on this better end of the deal of on on, on this day." So he said, okay, so if you want to have something like which is going to boost y- your, your, uh, I don't know, well-being and stuff like that in this day, if you want to, that day to be also yours, then go to some shop and buy a gadget which is connected to your uh, career or, you know, th- that stuff you're passionate about. This is going to be basically yeah. like the same thing as yeah. as Valentine's I don't know card whatever for your girlfriend and yeah so so basically yeah so <laughs> you can do this not only this day but I I know that it's like you know for example like recently I don't know if it's going to be interesting for the viewers but I remember that for the listeners but uh, recently we were talking about buying the gear for for recording the tutorials and I remember that I wanted to buy some some tripod stuff like that and you marco said well no no don't buy it like you're overbuying the the gear what's the point of that and i don't see any kind of like a downside of it i mean this is i'm not buying stuff that i mean this is this is this are, these are tools for my job and for the stuff i like to do so i'm i feel like they can, you know this little boy who's buying himself another, <laughs> yeah yeah another box of lego <laughs> um like th- there's just boost on yeah in even it's the little you know, thing and, and you know it actually really is up. a thing so yeah like it's called uh in in our like I at least in, maybe i don't know biggest. actually i don't know if this is a term that like an international term but uh like among like my musician friends like like there there's this phenomenon that people called gas or like gear acquisition syndrome Actually, I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay, yeah, because like, because like they, oh, yeah. like you know, like people, but like like people can always like will will buy like uh, effect pedals for their guitars. 
more guitars, you know, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, they don't actually help you get better as a guitar player, but mm-hmm. they just, you know, it it gives you this feel of yeah. Mm-hmm. You can go too far with that, but you know, I noticed that when you <clears> try <throat> this kind of stuff, like the physical, you know, you're like, uh, like uh, tripod or or uh, some music box for for effect box for guitar. You can basically sell it back for That's almost true. the same the same uh value so so it's good so for example if i'm buying stuff like that i'm checking it and if i don't it's not useful yeah I can, you can I'm liquidate it back basically on like ebay for almost the same price i get the i get the boost and some of this stuff is surviving the yeah. the you know the That's test true and i don't sell oh, it back because true. it's useful so this is uh, can really really buy a lot of yeah. stuff and not go bankrupt if you sell it back after playing around with it. Yeah, that, but that, I guess that's not <laughs> yeah, that's no, super handy with the subscription really. model software nowadays. So yeah, you really can't. But but you can at least you can you know buy a month. Yeah, buy a month, leave, mm-hmm. buy a month again. And if some amazing fun. new update comes, at least for buy a month, and then stop again. And just by the way, uh, since we are on the updates, I, will, I have some cool update from our um, uh, access, access servers. So we we added more servers. We have, uh, I mean, the, the the number varies because some of them are constantly updated or or there's some troubleshooting needed, but we. Uh, we updated the Windows on and installed 7-Zip on the on the servers, which is a small thing. But we actually did some cool thing, which is when you are on desktop, basically you have two drives. One drive is the system drive, which is 70 gigabytes, and is only for installing your software. And the second thing is a network drive, which is a drive for keeping your projects, keeping your renders, and stuff like that. And so far, we had it was it was called U Drive, and this is the shared storage where you can upload your projects, download stuff like that, like that. and it's a uh, it's basically unlimited uh, drive. And we made a little update where where you have uh, like a little script on your desktop, and uh, and um, you can change the letter of this drive to any letter you want so basically this is because we noticed that a lot of customers have their path uh, set in the project when uh. they want to render that but they not always are you so they would have to relink these assets so now if you have like the x drive whatever d drive in your project set you yeah. upload the project you open it and you change the your your drive on your server to, to your one from your computer and and you can just start rendering cool yeah from, so as long you know, as you save your assets any, uh, and the absolute paths your and this stuff you're set when you I just, yeah. and this stuff is like quite quite powerful i guess i just i've seen recently uh a kind of uh benchmark set uh setup that a guy made on the blender artist form for blender render farms 
and uh, Zest, he tested he tested out Zestop as well, and this was I think it was one of the highest ranking. Yeah, in terms of speed, speed for price because you have so many GPUs yeah. there at your fingertips. Yeah, and you have several different setups. Like we have three kind of servers with V100, P100, and the the, um, the 1080 uh, Ti servers. So some of them, one of them is uh, more cost efficient. The second one has more RAM, VRAM because this is sometimes a problem for rendering with GPU. Another one is the most, the you know the the most powerful. So only with one license for software, you can really get a very high Cinebench score and a lot of power. So you can really choose what you want. Also, we have some recently we added uh, some SSD drives to some of the servers. So there are some customers who need where the the bottleneck is the the time of saving the frames because they render really fast on these servers. So we added some SSD drive to some of the servers. So Sweet. so the saving on the frames not slowing down the the, cool. the rendering process. Yeah. Uh, any other news, guys? <laughs> because I have a lot of them. All thing, all things to make your workflow smoother. And uh, talking about new releases uh, and new stuff on the market, the the new Arnold six point two was released this month. So, uh, and it introduces the well known and appreciated feature from other rendering engines, which is the light mixer. Generally, no. I think. It's it's becoming like a standard, mm-hmm. so to speak. I guess like, man, I'm I'm just waiting for for cycles to have this kind of feature. I know that Luxco render does uh, does have it. So yeah, I noticed that recently the the post production in the frame buffer is becoming like it's 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 bigger and bigger, and more more and more of our customers are using the the. Frame buffer post work. Um, also, like recently, I started to play around with Kaotika, which, by the way, it uh, uh, supports GPU, and I tried it on our desktop servers, and they, the it um, Kaotika supports like multiple cards, like ten cards. So this is like really crazy, really crazy performance. Basically, I started from on a, on a laptop. Then I moved to my new computer with GPU cards. It was wow, this is powerful. Now I can work really fast in this, this like this very quick iterative uh, look development feature with the with the with such a powerful card. And then I tried our servers with ten of these cards, and it's really difficult to go back to your computer <laughs> or a laptop. You get spoiled. It's uh, it's. Uh, you know, you know, like, yeah. So, by by the way, when it comes to Arnold, and, and yeah, and Kaotika has some very cool uh, frame buffer effects, and it's uh, really artist friendly. But when it comes to the Arnold update, um, we also released new version of our plugin for Maya for the farm, and basically we 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 updated our user interface. So if you're using Maya. I encourage you to try our plugin because uh, uh, we have uh, 
the most complex like like the most complex and more uh, plugin interface from all our software right now you have several tabs you have settings you have assets you have logs uh, on the level of the of the uh, plugin you have a lot of control of the over the process of, of uh, upload of Maya uh, scenes mostly because Maya scenes sometimes tend to be quite complicated uh, the the outliner if you I mean from looking at the old outliner and dealing with some issues with Maya scenes there usually there's usually a lot of custom scripts used by the designers by artists and studios the 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 the, pli the the Maya is very customizable when it comes to the the pipeline of the studio using it, and of course when you take this from from your pipeline and move it to move it to Cloud Farm, there can be some you know like hiccups. So that's why we added these three tabs. So there's you can quickly check the logs and 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 if anything goes wrong, like there's there's need to be some adjustment in our settings to 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 uh, invite your scene on our on our pipeline then it's now easier to do this yeah maya is uh, i guess most used by the animators yeah. so and for animators uh, working on stuff there's been a release of a new uh, mocap library which is called artcore by reillusion so another source of and pre-made animation data right for the projects if you need a lot of those so how how you can use it like this is like the the points data from mocap and you can just i don't know uh, uh link it to some model uh, and use it that way i think so you can you can just have pre-made you know pre-made animations that you can use uh -huh. in a lot of projects so if you if you're i don't know doing stuff uh like uh like uh, crowds and and you, you just need a lot of oh yeah a lot of different movements for different characters or you know i think a lot of use cases for that one maybe and they uh, the library i think it's uh it's quite uh, robust and i think uh, from what i see on the web page right that uh, at least it's sorted out by uh, use cases as well so Kind of, I think, catered for real applications. Yeah, some, something for you, Marco. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll have to check it out more in depth. But just wanted to let it out that it just appeared. And uh, and talking about animators, I've just like this last last month came across a really really cool a show reel by an animator. That came out of uh, one of the Blender-related uh, animation schools, uh, the Pepperland Animation School, and the, the artist uh, artist's name is Monica Egert, and she has just uh, made a really really awesome yeah it was beautiful show reel of her work uh, like a demo showcasing showcasing and we. I just wanted to share with you guys uh, to see how you can really creatively sell your skills in this kind of fashion. Like, I, I'm pretty sure that you'll enjoy it. If you're thinking about animation or even if you're not really into animation, you can really get, I think, a sense of 
how an artist can, you know, showcase his portfolio, so to speak, or like body of work and sell it in a way that's that's sold with the language that he's using, right? So as I don't know if you're an archivist, it's just like you made a an archivist project that just shows your whole potential as an archivist artist. Yeah, and and it's very uh, very entertaining. So basically, basically a person who's not uh, part of the uh, computer graphics world could enjoy it. Yeah, because it was very exactly. funny. So we'll we'll share the link to that in the in the description for sure, so you can enjoy this as well, and maybe share way, share your thoughts and comments. And by the way, if you'd like to render your uh, your reel on our farm, we added some very cool uh, feature. I mean, it's a very big feature for us and for a lot of our users, which is a video job. Uh, which is automatic uh, way of uh, job for creating um, uh, video files from your uh, frame uh, sequence sequences. So basically, everyone is rendering uh, the frames to PNGs or an, an other uh, image format. But now you can add a job uh, which is which will uh, export your sequence of uh, frames to a video. So uh, for After Effects and for Lightwave, it's uh, automatic. You can actually, uh, that job is created automatically and you get the options to like, you know, everything, like whatever is needed to create a to create a video, like bitrate, resolution, codecs, all kind of formats. And for After Effects, it's automatic because we noticed that uh, a lot of creators who render with After Effects on our farm uh, they actually want the output to be a video. And I'm not surprised because um, usually when you render 3D, then it's uh, post-produced and there's some, some other stuff you need to do. And in After Effects, you have these compositions and even, uh, you know, exporting just frames to a video, it, it takes some time. So if you would download only the frames and then would have to open them in your After Effects and then export it again to again to a video, then it's like kind of counterproductive. So for After Effects, you can download both frames and you can create a video with your settings on our farm. And it's very cheap. I mean, this the 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 video is created very quickly, and the it's like like a few dollars maybe or even less. Uh, per per job, so it's a uh, nice, uh, very cool feature right now. Yeah. By the way, there's is there some some development in the Blender uh, world? Oh yeah, <laughs> we try to we try to softly avoid this a bit in this episode, not to make this a Blender only or Blender exclusive podcast because we're trying to be. As software agnostic, which as which, possible which for obviously two of us are anyway. <laughs> yeah, but there is, in fact, there. Yeah, I, uh, that, that was pretty funny. Like one in one of the uh, podcasts I, I heard with the Jama Jubayev, he he was discussing this Blender as a cult. He he had a very healthy you know, healthy distance towards that, but yeah. I guess it's kind of a joke. But maybe to some degree it is. <laughs> 
it is a sort of a cult. But uh, so for cult updates for Blender, uh, <laughs> the big big Blender projects for 2021 was uh, announced mm, on January the second <laughs> on the official Blender. <laughs> praise, praise be our our great uh, <clears throat> and uh, the the major like the milestones for for this year will be the everything notes project and it's already been surfacing for some time and that snippets are available for playing and people i've seen like uh, a lot of youtubers come up with the, uh, with uh, small use cases for for the geometry notes that were already introduced in the alpha versions and and i think a beta version of blender 2.92 that's not yet released. It's it's planned to be released the end of February, really. So right now mm -hmm. it's it's still uh, being being polished, but you know the end of February we should have a stable release already containing these new cool features of of geometry nodes. So this is like first chunk of of the everything nodes project, and that that's aiming to to you know notify notify everything in Blender. So. Starting with geometry, which already is pretty cool from what I've seen. Like people are creative and finding ways to uh, to use it creatively. Right now, it's mostly for scattering objects or mm -hmm. making them interact somehow with the scene. Maybe some MoGraph stuff. Yeah, already already MoGraphers are kind of having an eye on it. It's it's pretty it's pretty basic for now, but it's just like groundwork for future development of of something that it's going to be huge probably in a year's time or two years this is and the, and the asset browser is another one so uh, and i've seen and tried a, a bit of the asset browser in the alpha state it's already kind of promising but but yeah very very unpolished yet mm. but you know that's that's i think that's a no-brainer. It has to be in Blender. It's something easy to to save and drag and drop your assets that you're using and reusing for different scenes. So, so really, some conveniences uh, coming to the Blender world, I guess. Mm. And one cool little little thing that just recently hit me. Uh, it's not related to the official announcements of the Blender Foundation, but a cool little add-on. And in fact, I, I immediately decided to do a video on the, on our YouTube channel. On that, so so that's on my to-do list uh, right now. is is an add-on called Key Mesh, and it has been released mm -hmm. in an alpha state, so you can already play with it. Uh, a little add-on that's just making uh, keyframing your animation um, based on the modifications you do to the, to the mesh. So you can kind of imagine like doing, uh, for example, in the sculpt mode, doing some clay modifications of your mesh and then keyframing each each frame by frame so doing like a stop motion claymation uh, it's just like super easy right in blender uh, you could do that probably even before but with this little add-on it's just super handy it's you click yeah the button and it, it saves and you save the the state of the mesh and then you just modified it modify it move to another frame and and so on and so it's kind of like mm, wow yeah. cool Bringing actually, the bringing like, the claymation workflow to the virtual space. Marco in Philippines, did you 
the when we were a kid that animation of these two clay guys like one is this uh short fatty one and the second one is that high skinny guy like, are you talking about one is gumbo one is blue is that and one is red gumbo is that is that is that is that is that who you mean gumbo uh i remember on- uh hmm uh, wait there were let two me guys. see doing a quick mm-hmm. gumby yeah, sorry like there was, is that there, there were quite yeah, a few of these is this, things, you know, uh, did you mean gumby <laughs> I, I, I only know I one mean, like, claymation I, from my childhood. That and MTV Celebrity Deathmatch, of course. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah. No, no. It was. I can Gabby. remember one one claymation, uh, awesome uh, animation, which was that uh, the Three Little Pigs uh, by Green Jelly video. I don't know if you guys seen it. It's a, it's like a hard rock, you know, video from the nineties. About three little pigs and this this famous you know bedtime story Ooh. just turned a, a bit weirder. Yeah, with, I mean, a, with, a, with rock music, and green jelly, three little pigs. I just well, I just I didn't found the animation I was looking for, but I found somebody made animation of the Among Wild. Us uh, computer game you play, <laughs> which is uh. I think it's a it's a very good idea if you want to make some some very uh, very uh, simple to animate uh, characters and by the way it's coming uh, yeah. among us video on our guard from that yeah Academy can't wait for very, that very yeah. we stained our our hands with that <laughs> everyone's doing like this. <laughs> and we're 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 just the same as you guys we just do the the among us videos as <laughs> all of you <laughs> Okay. By, by, by the way, uh, when it comes to the uh, Blender, uh, we Ooh. also have some updates. We added Flip Fluids 9.019, and we added, you know, like 2.8310 LTS uh, Blender 2.92 Beta. And basically, if you are using Blender and you have any kind of, you know, some niche build, whatever. Adding Blender to our farm is very quick. I mean, just the, the routine adding, there is no anything to additional to install or like some some issue. This is like 15 minutes. Basically, you can appear on the chat, ask for your Blender, and we download it, yeah. uh, the build, and we you have this like within our uh, tops. So it's not even so much uh, a good idea to talk about these updates because we... Like whatever you want. We'll do anything. Just <laughs> please come to no, no no. But yeah, uh, our our <laughs> our support team, uh, which Andrew is part of, incidentally, is really great. Um, and uh, a lot of people can attest to that. So, um, yeah, one of the biggest, one of the coolest things about our farm basically is that you can. Uh, if you need something, if you have any questions, there's someone you can talk to in real time at any time of the day. So, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I think so. And that's yeah. a wrap. I guess we all go yeah. go yeah. offline, take our clay and 
Yeah, I'm just my fingers are already <laughs> kind of itchy. Yeah, I just want to play with <laughs> uh, the virtual oh. clay. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So okay, see guys, you guys. So hear you later. Yeah. Uh, right. In the next one. <laughs> We're going Bye. underwater. Bye. Bye.